Hello to all our legionnaires across the world, and welcome to this, our third, or technically, yes, our third episode of Tuesday Night Talks. I am your actual host, apart from yesterday, uh, Leon Turner, here with all my regular guests, um, including royalty, which I will get to in a minute. So, first of all, these two are my brothers and sisters from another mother. The brother is dripping in dollars, and my sister is a wolf lover. Hannah and John. What up? <laughs> he is our ever-loving Spaniard and dueling activist, Juan Echeverria. Hey, how's everybody doing today? <laughs> And she is our Scottish maniacal mother, Suzanne Rust. Evening, folks. Hope everybody's well. <laughs> and now it is my honour to introduce the reigning, defending, undisputed king of promos, Jason Grennan. Hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> you like my entrance again? Yeah, you killed it again. Your poor Heyman better than Paul Heyman. To be fair, Paul Heyman ain't that good anyway. I just Ooh. I need to gain a couple pounds before I look like Brock Lesnar, I think. I've got a bit of work to do. No. <laughs> well, actually, guys, 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 guys. Um, I was watching this video before we went on air um, about Bobby Lashley's return getting rebooked by Adam yeah. Montier. I saw that. That was so good. That was so, so good. Oh, I know. And spiral alert, guys, if you haven't seen the video, so you might want to plug your ears. Um, Paul Heyman turns on Lesnar. Yes. Was... Uh, you know what? It's about time. It's about time. It, yeah, but, but yeah, it, it I was a long time coming. I wish it happened, actually. I they could have done so happen. good. Adam, Adam can certainly do it better. His booking when he booked the um it was when he was with uh, what culture and he booked the uh, end of the streak and John Cena turning hill. Do you know what I noticed? WWE used some of that. Do you know when um he was saying Cena was calling Undertaker out, but Undertaker wouldn't turn up until actually WrestleMania when he yeah, when yeah, he yeah. booked it. And they actually did that in real life. I think they are paying attention to him. They are paying they attention are. to Mr. Blompiate. Which is what we need. Yes. So on today's yeah broadcast for all our wonderful listeners out there we are going to be talking about quite a few uh, passionate topics let's say first of all is our topic about hashtag speaking out which i know one of our guests here is very passionate about more than any of us combined. (laughs) I'm talking to you, you, Suzanne. Oh, I know. (laughs) But then also, and this has been heavily requested by our king of promos, we can talk about mental health. Um, Mental health in general, mental health in wrestling, mental health just all around, really. Yeah, in that right person. I just think I feel like obviously where we have our listeners and some with stuff that everybody in this in this um, podcast the speakers now actually going through as well in their own way. I think it's best that we just show that like it, you can speak out and just try and do guys if we have the courage to do this 
now in front of everybody, everybody listening, hopefully someone else can learn from this and grow with it kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly, Mundell. So, <clears throat> Suzanne, since this is your specialist subject, so to speak, why don't you give everyone a background on hashtag speaking out? Okay, well, the hashtag speaking out movement came about about three or four weeks ago, I think, now. Mm-hmm. And it started with David Starr, who a lot of our listeners, no doubt, will know from Progress Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not 100% sure of what exactly Starr was accused of in the beginning. But it was something sexual. Mm-hmm. And then... That was the Friday night of that week. I Mm -hmm. woke up on the Saturday morning and overnight a whole bunch of other women had come forward making claims that they had been sexually assaulted, sent inappropriate messages, uh, touched up by men, all this kind of thing against other wrestlers. Underage stuff as well. A lot of underage I was about stuff. to say a lot of underage people involved as well, unfortunately. Now, now when they say underage, they probably like me, like just under the like uh, 15 in England. Juan, in some cases, it was younger than that. In one case that I know of, it was a 14 year old being messaged by an 18 year old. Wow. Wow, that's dude, that's that's. Which yeah, is fucked up because that's definitely underage in the UK. In the in the yeah. US, in the US, if you're 18 and over, you're considered an adult. So 17 is underage. Whereas, like you said, in the UK, it's 15 16, and 16, 16 and So, like when when you say legal to me, I'm like, well, if it's 17, she's considered an adult in your guys. Uh, yeah, but know? the but the girl in this case was 14. Oh wow! No, no, that's that's, that's, that's that my underage. That's a minor right there. Was that in the UK or was that in America? No, that was in the UK. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a minor right there anywhere. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I... So, just for you listeners who didn't clock um, yesterday's promo off, um, and obviously I know our two good guests, Tyler and Andrew, would be okay with me saying this. Um... Last Fan Standing, which, by the way, you should go check out. It is very funny. Um, they've recently come under attack from people who have been trying to use the speaking out movement and all ev- and everything else in the world to try and bring down our two guests that were here last night, um, which to me isn't exactly the best route to go around because... If if you're gonna talk shit on a show, it's just for comedic banter. It's not supposed to be a platform for negativity or, you know, uh, um, or any sort of. Negative but would that be insane? Yeah, of the podcast. I mean. Yeah. Um. So. With that being said, Leon, like you do always, people have to. I'm not defending, I'm not defending long because I don't know what's going on, but with that being said, you have to be aware with the current situation right now and the circumstances around the world, you have to be careful what you oh, say. Oh, I know. I get that, obviously. 
Uh, to side note, just to come to that um, statement, you know, nowadays I understand it's because of what you say to anybody, which is true, it's totally true. But mm-hmm. sometimes, like in this world, there's so many things you have to be careful what you say. Of course. Nowadays, nowadays, I feel like I'd rather just say, well, sorry for saying that, but I'd rather say sorry than ask, what, what should I call you by? You know? Call me, call me like a little rude or anything, but like, if I'm talking to you and I don't know who you are, don't expect me to call you by your proper pronouns or whatever. What say you? If I don't even know who you are. Exactly. Yeah. I you know, so, like how how am I supposed to like properly like talk to you if I don't know who you are? So right. like, there's people out there. Oh, like oh, for example, I'm just gonna make a, a quick joke. Uh, oh, quick example. I uh, how, 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 good good evening, sir. How can I help you? Excuse me. I identify as a cat. I'm to that fence. Yeah, yeah, you're not. I'm not supposed to know you're as a cat, man. I don't even know who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like nowadays, it's just, it's hard, especially for like older generation people. You know, it's hard for, harder for them to understand like what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I can, I can attest to what you're saying, Juan, uh, because I really struggle to talk to people you know without knowing what their pronouns are or what to do because i want to try and be the biggest gentleman here and i know that most of you guys here probably in fact all of you can say that i am a gent Mm -hmm. uh of course but uh it's hard for me on a on a few thanks to a few factors number one um I am kind of, I'm sort of of the old generation because I was born in the late 1990s. Same. So I would, so, so me and Jason are probably sort uh, of I was old born generation. In but 1998, was... so. I'm kind okay, of so Hannah was also in the late 80s. Uh, sorry, 90s. 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 Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Don't chastise me. <laughs> Like me and Suzanne aren't even older because I'm I'm the early nineties and I think Suzanne's older than me. So yeah, I'm we, older we, than you because I'm an eighties baby. Yeah, and I'm right, a, right. I'm, I'm like a literally. I was born nineteen ninety. So <laughs> me and her have suffered from that little thing even more than normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So most of us here, we are sort of old generation, as Juan likes to put it. Um. And I don't know how to handle it, but another factor, and that's what me and Jason, like, and John and Hannah can both, can all, like, mm-hmm. say that it's because of our neurodiversities that they don't help us. Leo, guess he just walked in the room. Sorry? Dashin's here. She just said hello, by the way. She just walked in the room. Oh. Oh, hello, Miss Sasha. Welcome to the podcast, inadvertently. Uh, <laughs> I say hello. Just what she wanted to pop in say hello. Sorry, carry on. No worries. So, yeah, so um, me, Jason, Hannah, and John, What we have what, we, what is called neurodiversities because we, we don't call them conditions or disabilities <coughs> anymore. We call them, there's like two types of, uh, people in this world not trying to like say 
what is the norm and what isn't the norm in terminology wise but to me i've recently learned that neurotypical is someone who doesn't have a mental health condition or uh, learning disability or whatever like that uh, and a neurodiverse is someone who does we can put so, um we can I'm not trying to categorize anyone but juan also um said that when we speak about mental health i'm sure he'll talk about it more but juan also has a couple of things like anxiety and like you know yeah and stuff like that so of you juan but i'm just saying like no, no. you should be including that well no like like I, like I was telling john earlier like nowadays it's hard for men men in general to talk about any mental health issues they have because yeah. it's harder because they, they expect society expects men to like automatically be a-okay you know you, you guys gotta be a yeah, and don't get me wrong. It's nice to be that you know I'm gonna protect people. I'm gonna be the one who's gonna help everybody, kind of on your shoulders. But at the same time, we're human. Yeah, yeah that's the point. We're that's human. Point. You that's know, we're human. Everybody suffers at one point on a a, a stress limit. Um, that that yeah. point. You know, other when you, don't, when you don't have that place where you can talk about what's going on in your mind and you don't have that place where you can like i guess express how you feel before it gets too serious it can lead to like dangerous results for yourself yes. oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, like you know like personally me personally i i have depression anxiety and i have a lot of other health issues on top of that and like you know mm-hmm. to be honest if there was no such as the internet i'd probably be even more depressed now. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. And nowadays with this world with the coronavirus and all that, where it's really hard to go outside. Yeah. So, so people with social, uh, um, I don't want to say disease, uh, social problems that yes. that they they don't barely talk to people as it is. Now that they're stuck inside at home, it makes it even worse. Yeah, because um. Even our own prime minister admitted that um, it will spawn mental health problems in in non mental health suffering people. You know, um, even the biggest neurotypical person would spawn mental health issues due to this coronavirus and the lockdown. And it's not just that; if you're surrounded by people that, I guess you think want to support you and they won't they won't listen to you and you can't really do nothing because of corona it's like and you're stuck with your own thoughts and people are telling you to basically man up or yeah it's not it's not gonna do it's gonna make it even worse isn't it yeah and um i said this to i think suzanne was one of the people definitely um that uh you have you have people that you see every day that you would see every day anyway, whether they were in lockdown or not, but it then goes to cabin fever style level. You know, like you, you get really sick of the people who you're, who you're looking at every day and you just want to get out. <coughs> you just want to get out and, and... Yeah, you were mentioning that towards me, John, and Suzanne. Ah, you thank were... you, yeah. Because... um need a more. <laughs> Yeah, because obviously John has, like me, he has cabin fever with his <laughs> mother and brother because uh, 
they're getting on his nerves. I, I, I feel like we all have cabin fever at this point. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So I'm the only man in my house all the time. Oh, dude, I'm right there with you, man. So you oh. one, you know exactly what it's like when you're I'm right there with you. Literally, even my pets are all female. Oh, no, God. My cat, I mean, my one one of my cats, my nan has cats. Uh, I'm not a weird cat guy. That's my nan. That's my nan. Not no, me. fine, fine, <laughs> fine, fine, fine. So uh, she's, she's the Simpsons cat lady. You know what, yeah? I would say, <laughs> <first, laughs> my nan, you know what? My nan's the kind of woman, if you shot her in the face, she'd probably spit the bullet back at you. My nan's the kind of woman where she'd catch coronavirus, and coronavirus would have to self-isolate for two weeks. That is like... <laughs> That is my nan. She's like hard as nails. And um, it's just like, obviously, well, I'm the only man in this house. It's very, oh, woman problem, woman problem, woman problem. And I'm just sitting there yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to film. I'm trying to hang out. And then I get out of that and I have to go deal with, you know, pregnant woman problems. So it's yes. just like, I, I, there's no escaping it. And it's just not, it's, it's hard because when I'm surrounded by so many women, I feel like I have a lot of pressure on me for like kind of a lot of mouths to feed, even though I don't. I know I don't, but it's just I put that on myself. Yeah. Then, um, just... I technically don't have no quarantine partners in my flat. Like it is literally me, myself, and I, but I am in a block of 12 flats and four bungalows. And I just see these people every single day. Like it is never ending. That and was I... jarring. That's so... annoying very quickly. Oh, it did. It did. Like for, like we were probably in two weeks, two weeks into isolation, and I was already thinking to myself, "God, I just want to sleep through this entire pandemic and just go back to college." Like, you know, I don't I... understand, though, guys. This is just for the record, yeah, Quiddy, and I'm, I'm calling out whoever. Anyone can get mad, dude. That's fine, yeah. Why are they keeping the social distance rule in place if there's pubs open? Who's drunk and gonna social socially distance? I... So. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but in, in the United States during spring break, um, a bunch of college kids went down to like Florida spring break and against people, against government telling them stay inside, you know, coronavirus is still a thing. Hundreds, I'm talking like hundreds of spring breakers went to Florida for spring break, and literally almost every single person that went down got infected. No, our government isn't saying that. Our government has opened the pubs and the bars again. Yeah. On oh, the yeah. yeah. See, we the the restaurants over here too. And how, can, how, how can you self isolate if you, how can you self isolate if you are drunk? Who's going to be thinking okay, that? You know, you know what I say, and it might sound really bad in hindsight, but I'm just this is again, this is taking us a joke. Just not taking it seriously. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know what? Look at it this way. You know, let, let, let them go get sick. When the fall comes and there's no one here to vote for Trump, we'll all be better for it. Do you know what? Do you know that, do you know that scene <laughs> in X-Men 3? Do you know X-Men The Last Stand? When um, someone was going to run out and Magneto said, no, we let the weak and the pawns go first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we're all... So yeah. me, <laughs> even though I'm getting sick of the people that I'm having to constantly look at, 24 hours a day. I'm technically being the Magneto right now in my flat. Yeah, yeah everyone I'm... here, I've all been, well, obviously, where I've got, you know, my nan, my little sister who's got, like, health problems, I've got a pregnant, like, pregnant baby mama. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I have, to, I have to, I have to kind of, like, be smart with this virus and everything because I've got too many people that it can affect really bad if I'm not smart, you know? 
Yeah. But that's that's the thing that worries me about the fact they've reopened the pubs and bars and stuff just now is that somebody is going to end up infecting others that have we're health talking. conditions or that are pregnant right now and who are more at risk. We're talking that's the right bit now, that bothers me. We're talking like this is a like this is a zombie movie or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like it's crazy. I never. Uh, yeah, it's time to Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, well, with, all, with this like Black Lives Matter protest and like you know with the coronavirus happening and all that, yeah, we are literally living through history lessons that our children are going to be taught. Yes, I was like, yes, definitely. I will say this. I I will say this quickly. If you're listening right now, if you're one, our, one of our Many fans around the world. Um, <laughs> I would say this: if you're an owner, or a pub owner, a bar owner, restaurant, we love all five of our fans. We love you all. Right, all, yes. all five of you. If you if you're an owner of any kind of restaurant, pub, bar, what say you establishment, please, you know, I understand you need to make money. I understand you need to pay rent and all that, but think about the people. You know. Yeah. If 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 if, if, if it's if you're not making enough money, or if you're not making enough to where you keep yourself afloat and you're bringing people, just you know, think about the people and just close down. I love yeah. what the cinemas are doing. The cinemas have, um, if you say you go to driving, yeah, not just that, but you know, when they reopen, say you go to the cinema and you go with three people, um, the like I think it's like four chairs next to you. So say you got three seats taken up, four chairs next to you will be not, you can't use them. Okay. I love that they're doing that. I love that the cinema's doing that. So I see it row J see like one, two, and three. Then like the three as, as, as an employee of the cinema, like um the way like for example, um uh, I'm a cashier, they actually put the um glass uh windows up between us and the uh, people paying. <laughs> and they have um like little designated designated stops. Where you have yeah. to wait, like they do in the bank. You know how in the bank you just wait here, and you take. Yeah. Now they're doing that at the um, at the uh, cinemas because before yes. people would just like straight up meet you at the counter and they they'll be hovering over the the the, the cash the my cashier stand and they're like, okay, I want this movie. I want like they'll be like in my face. I'm like, Back up. Yeah. Now they're, now they're like literally have to wait like five feet away from. Me. And, and like, the tickets from there. You keep your fucking distance. Right? <laughs> what I loved, what I loved, right. Uh, when I worked in the cinema, what I loved about it was um, literally, so uh, we take the tickets, um, rip the tickets and show you to guys to your seat. But um, there was always a bottle of um, like a big like tub thing of like pushing hand sanitizer right next to it, even before this whole virus. And for the record, guys, I just want to say, yeah, working at, when I was working at a job around January, February time, yeah, I... um. I was ill. I don't know what it was. I never went to the doctors because I'm, I'm, I'm stubborn. And I couldn't get out of bed for, what, three weeks, maybe four? I was ill, coughing, everything. I'm not saying I had corona, but no, yeah, I had something which really like knocked me out to the point where it's like I was in constant pain, couldn't breathe properly. I could breathe, but not properly. I couldn't taste, couldn't smell. I was coughing my guts up. I was going to the toilet doing this shit every fucking two minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. It killed me, and then my family yeah, called that, it. That sounds like a really bad virus. Yeah. So, um, to go back to the okay, to go back to the um, speaking out movement. Yeah. Um. Who Who else is a part of that? Uh, so, um, 
there's been a whole bunch of names one uh joe coffee uh wolfgang was mentioned um mikey whiplash in the uk was brought up as well yeah leguero has been mentioned as well um oh god who was the other one who left recently jack gallagher jack gallagher got let go Matt Riddle, Tyler. Matt Riddle. Trent Seven, sorry, Trent Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jay Lethal. Yeah, well, yeah no. there's been rumours about him now as well. Well, yeah. that's only because, um, so like just to give our listeners and you guys a bit of a background, um, Jay Lethal and his accuser, Taylor Hendricks, were in a group called the House of Truth in Ring of Honor with um truth martini but um jay was accused of trying to sleep with taylor to help her get to the top but taylor was stubborn uh yeah. dude that's not the only rumor i've heard about jay lethal no no, no sorry. guys guys sorry i got it right here former ring of honor woman of honor champion kelly klein took to twitter last night and called the company out for allegedly Covering up allegations made against top Ring of Honor star Jay Leto. Leto has issued a response to nine allegations. Um, well, this so, is- so basically, what, what she's saying that um, harassed a member of in the locker room. He was told to leave. Was not welcome back. Multiple women brought complaints and evidence of sexual misconduct and harassment by Jay Leto. Uh, Ring of Water ignored and cu- slash covered it up. They only well, take when convenient, she wrote. Not only uh, that, but um, Kel- Kelly Klein has had um, problems already with Ring of Honor because I believe she had a concussion, but Ring of Honor, I think, kind of ignored it and basically put her husband, BJ Whitmer, in the firing line. Um, there's also Tessa Blanchard and Velveteen Dream. They're very yeah, Tessa Blanchard yeah. got stripped of her world title. And yeah. Sammy Sammy Guevara as well was brought oh, into yeah. so, um, Jimmy Havoc, Jimmy Havoc, Will Ospreay, the Priestley. Yeah. Yep. So for WWE, it's Joe Coffey, Jack Gallagher, Jordan Devlin, Matt Riddle, Travis Banks, Wolfgang, Ligero, the Velveteen Dream. Stupid name. Uh, Brock. <sighs> Sorry, it is. It really is. Um, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I know he whipped in the bed. There was a female, uh, I can't remember who. Yeah, I Terry Reynolds. Terry Reynolds. Yeah, he, was um, he called her name and he opened her towel and he, he exposed himself. Yeah. Um, okay. He, he did a full monty to her, basically. Now, that, <laughs> that I wouldn't be surprised from the Dumbo incarnate, but that's only my opinion. Yeah, okay. Uh, but he ain't smart at all. Randy Orton as well. I'm pretty sure there's been a couple of things said about him. So, but, um, but uh, come on, NXT we all knew UK. that about Randy. <laughs> it doesn't excuse it though. He's just something brought up as well. He's dumb. He's dumb. Okay, let's just now, it. now, right. This may sound like an unpopular opinion or a controversial one, but I need to get it out there. Um. First of all, the key one that I'm going to touch on is the Sammy Guevara, Sasha Banks stuff. That was about, like, what, four years ago? 2016, yeah. 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 Now, I'm not saying that Mr. Guevara was in the wrong. 
sorry, in the right, you know. Um, I do obviously still think, you know, what the hell you shouldn't have done it. However, the one thing that I find very suspicious about this whole entire movement is that you bring up crimes from the past yep. instead of focusing on the crimes of now. But, so, the pro- but as I said to you before, bro, the problem is not everybody's willing or able to bring them up in the past. I know, I know. At I, the time. I, I know, and I I get that, but it's, it's it just... Like I said this on day one when David Starr, Jimmy Havoc and Marty Skrull were some of the people that got fingered in crimes. Whoa. It just... It, it made my stomach turn because something feels off, something feels wrong about this entire movement. Now, I'm not saying people weren't didn't feel brave enough four years ago to go up to Sammy Guevara and say, you did this to Sasha Banks. I'm not saying that. I just... I, I think, yeah, and I feel like I can't know what you're saying here. Maybe we should... I'm not calling anybody a liar because nobody should. If they, nobody should until it's been proven, no one should say anybody's guilty or anybody's a liar until there's concrete proof. But maybe not everything that we're hearing is true. We also have to look at it like that. I know. I I am a firm believer in innocent till proven guilty. Yes, same here. Right, but I really not just from <laughs> being a fan, but just being a human being. Everything feels wrong about speaking out. Okay, what do you mean by that? I'm I'm not clear on what you mean when you say it feels wrong. I'm not clear myself because obviously my brain is going at a thousand miles per hour, right? Say, say it how it's in your head. Okay. Number one, they... I get that David Starr came forward... And admitted that he did his wrong and, you know, everything like that, right? And David Starr was the first case. But since David Starr, a whole bunch of people have jumped on the bandwagon and said, oh, this has happened, that's happened, this person's guilty, that person's guilty. To me, that doesn't, that doesn't sit well. Because I get that one person who came forward, admitted what he did, and has let himself face the consequences. Yeah, that was that was well and good, and I won't deny that. But the fact that then name upon name upon name upon name gets dropped by these so-called fans of that certain person and claiming that oh they've done this, they've done that, and that, and then there's a Sammy Guevara case against Sasha or Mercedes. That was four years ago, and I understand that Sasha wasn't. Sasha didn't speak up about that four years back, but they should have just dropped it when Sammy was like posting that video on YouTube saying, "I'm sorry, I I don't, you know, anything like that." It just it doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't sit well with my mind. It doesn't sit well with my gut. I'm literally feeling sick talking about this right now. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to throw none of my guests under the bus here or anything like that because I love all of you. And Suzanne, I highly value your opinion. 
you know, I really do. I'm, I know, and I'm sorry. Sometimes I lose my rag about this kind of stuff. I know that. No, it's not that. <laughs> it's, just... it's because I feel... I feel... God damn it. You're going to have to excuse us, listeners. First of all, we're not good at this because we're, we're newbie podcasters, for one. Um, number two, this is, a new, this is a sensitive subject for most of us. So, you know, if... It is... And um, three, like, like I said, I'll oh, wait until you finish and then I'll say my thank you. Piece. So, yeah, one, we're new at this podcasting game, so you know, feel free to poke fun, you know, in, in, in good jest, poke fun at us if you want on our socials. Number two, yeah, if you want a... to poke fun at us, be, be our guest, yeah, yeah. Second, um, this is a very sensitive subject for most of us including myself and Suzanne, because we will tell you this uh, purely and honestly, we've exploded over this. Yep. We actually almost got into a full-blown argument about it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's how sensitive this subject is. And thirdly... It's sensitive to me because someone, I'm not going into it, but someone in my life has suffered like this. Right. So, So it's just like, if someone's like, sitting there, I guess, trying to discredit the, the movement and just, like, discredit how... It doesn't matter how long ago it happened. What matters is the fact that people need to speak out. If you've gone through something like that, you need to speak out no matter how long, because at the end of the day, it, it's not going to be a moment where you've heard that's happened to you and you can move on with your life properly. You won't be able to. You're always going to no, have that in your head. So I don't agree with what you're saying about leave it in the past if it happened a long time ago and then apology no because I think that if you've gone through this and we don't know what it's like for someone who's gone through this mentally unless you've gone through that you don't know so exactly. we can't, we can't um, tell anybody to not speak out no matter how long ago it happened because that's the first step to getting past it hopefully yeah exactly and thirdly my like I said earlier in this broadcast my brain is going at probably a million miles per hour because of the mental health that I have, um, which we will talk about later on. But Hannah, what was you going to say? Um, while we're kind of on the subject of speaking out, and I know I've mentioned this off of the cast, but I want people to be aware of this mm-hmm. myself, and I'm going to redirect tweets. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not only happened in the wrestling community but it's also happened in the YouTubing gaming community as well mm-hmm. and there was one YouTuber in particular that I was kind of somewhat appalled that these accusations went flying towards this format and that would be um I will say his uh I'll say him by YouTube name not his actual okay. uh, last name I have probably mentioned him before, but I'm going to say it anyway. Tom Syndicate. Right. He had um, rape allegations made against him on on the 21st of June, which was Father's Day, out of all things. Yeah. And this was a direct tweet from him on that same day. I honestly don't know what to say with all these allegations being made against me. I'm actually in shock, and I'm and I seriously am. I want to address 
every single thing that has been said and I will be making a statement regarding all the false allegations in the following days, which he did mm. a few days after. Which I'm not going to read the full statement, but if you guys follow him on Twitter, it was regarding two women. One was his very first girlfriend, Kate. If people know Syndicate from many years ago, then mm -hmm. you know what I mean by that. And then Natalie Casanova which was Basher versus ex-girlfriend, or Brandon, as he's called. Um, right. Saying that these two had been supposedly raped by Tom, but he's clearly in a lot of pain right now when these people are supporting him. Some people are saying, oh, I'm disgusted with you. It yeah. hurts. Knowing that somebody that I love to watch on YouTube is getting like eradicated by these two women. The thing See, is, it might, as much as it might hurt you, yeah, we don't know if it's true. It is unless it's already come out because I don't know a lot about that. But we don't know if it's true. Yeah, so. you would have to watch the two videos from the girl from the two women until the, to they, they, they get the understanding of it. If the oh, if, them, if that stuff has been accused. Then the police, the police or the law will do their job. They'll do their trials with this and that, and they'll come out. I was going to say, why take it to social media in the first place? Because I know what? I have a friend, and I'm not going to go into detail about it. But I have a friend who was accused of something by a female. A bit more like he was accused of some stuff by a female, and it came out. This female actually stood up, and she said how she was lying about it. He got arrested and everything, got all trials, all this and that. She stood up in a court and she said how she was actually lying about it. Now, for my friend to sit for me, but see that my friend go through that, see the lies and everything she put in for it, and you know, the attempts he made on his life and everything because of this accusation. I can understand if you had done it why you would be going thinking and going through this hard stuff and going through pain and all that. But then it's like it's a double headed coin. Bad, you're wrong. You do support and try and be good. They might be innocent, but you're wrong if yeah. you don't. They might be because they might not be. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and this is why this is partially why my stomach's turning and my uh, and I'm just so strongly feeling like everything's. I don't think it should have been blown out onto social media like this. Stuff like this should be private and personal. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If this was actually legit, um. So, in that in that case, who would you have suggested they talk to instead? Out of curiosity, the law, police, yeah, people that can actually said, deal with I this. Not bring the fucking police. The problem is, if it was years ago, there might not be any evidence anymore, though. Yeah, one of them was eight years ago. There was no such exactly, and then the, the other going one on, was four years ago. How does how does going on, and I'm not discrediting it, I'm not going to, because as I've said, you, you can't tell Please no one this. But how can you, how does that help to go on social media and have, I don't understand it. Even because to a lot of people, that's where they vent, cry their stuff. Yeah. Or get stuff off their chests. That's what social media is. A lot of people. 
Yeah. As I say, the, the problem is if it's five, ten years ago, as I say, there's going to be no physical evidence anymore, so how do you prosecute somebody for something that was done that long ago? You can't, because yeah, there isn't any evidence left. I was going to say, if you weren't happy being with somebody, wouldn't you have left them? It's not always that straightforward, though. No, sometimes... A lot, a lot of them were gaslit as well. A lot of them yeah, were gaslit. Sometimes women and men, they'll be in a relationship which is abusive, or they'll be going through this and they'll not know it, kind of thing. They'll not know. So you could be, what, you could think, oh, um, I know women have had this done to them. Uh, you could think, oh, my boyfriend's treat me like this, da, 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 it's fine because that's all they're used to. So they, they aren't aware they're getting abused. You know? Oh, I'm not in the mood to have sex, but I'll have sex anyway. I Just to make him happy, even though I don't want to. They won't look at that like until afterwards, probably, maybe until, oh, okay, that's kind of rape. Like, if anyone understands what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I get your point. <laughs> yeah. Where's Leon gone? I don't know. I... Did just send him a message asking if he was okay, though. I think, um, the subject... Oh, he just said he can't take it anymore. Oh, fuck. When it, when it come, we should, I think we should all change the topic now. Yeah, I think maybe we should move on to the mental health stuff instead. Yes, yeah, just give well, me one back. Um, pure moment, guys. I am going to be mute while you continue on the conversation. Yeah. So I, I I wasn't saying everything. I just have I had someone in the room, so I was talking to. But I did hear everything you guys said. Okay, cool. So now we're going to be talking about uh, Leon. Uh, well, okay, Leon, Leon, let, let Leon have a break. Um, why don't we move on to something a little bit lighter? Um, well, I got an idea. So what? I guess the one thing I want to say is yeah. When it comes to wrestling, what is you guys' favourite moment that is not considered a big, big moment? An unpopular opinion of a favourite moment sort of thing. Hmm. Uh, an unpopular moment? Uh, no, a popular mo a moment to you which was really good that isn't looked at by the masses. That was a really big moment in wrestling. Oh, it was a really big moment. Yeah, uh, but yeah, my, <laughs> if I had to give an example, I would say unpopular Stone Cold when he couldn't hear what WrestleMania is been. Unpopular moment, people they didn't like it, but I liked it. It kind of was the uh, Um, depends really. Um, my my. Popular slash unpopular moment. Uh, well, I mean, we're talking about old school. Be like when uh, Hulk Hogan went up NWO. Oh uh, yeah. People didn't like that. Like he turned heel. Yeah. Uh, What's your favorite heel turn? My favorite heel turn. Yeah. That's hard. Uh, hey Liam, welcome back. Um, hey, okay. We're talking about. We're talking about. You know, you asked me yesterday about the the wrestling that you think. Sorry. You know what you told me about yesterday, last night, where the um, 
if you ask me what was my favourite question, maybe that a lot of people don't think must be a good one. Uh, well, um, I was saying about unpopular opinion type moments where uh, like something happens and it really pisses the wrestling fans off. Yeah, why? We're talking about that now. What was your favourite one? Um, well, like I said to you off the air, um, the one where Seth Rollins became a double champion at SummerSlam by beating John Cena thanks to John Stewart's help. Juan, well, who's your favourite heel? Heel? Heel turn, sorry. What was your favourite heel turn? Like it went from good to bad or bad to good? Uh, good to bad. Good to bad? Ah, uh, well, so many. Um, yeah. Really, there's just so many. Um, get back to me on that. Get back to me on that. Okay. Well, we can just talk about him in general. A moment that stands out to me when I say that was probably Survivor Series 98 with The Rock or um, yeah. the Shield moment with Seth, obviously. It's a big moment. Yeah, it was. Um, I'd Punk say... turning on Cena was good. Yeah. Um, I'd say... Um... I'd probably say when CM Punk uh, did the go to sleep to the rock. And attacked Cena. Yeah, when he was when he was saying your arms are just too short to box with God. Stuff a legend. Yeah, it is. Um, A turn I liked, and I knew it was coming, but I liked the delivery, was MJF. And he was already heel, but his his whole thing on Cody, I liked liked how they did that. Yeah, and I'm glad that he... Expose Cody for the fraud that he is. But what's everyone's uh, opinion on um, MJF taking the title for Moxley at All Out? <sighs> Not sure if it will be done, but it could happen. It could. Then who takes the title off of him? Like who? Like who's left? Kind of thing. Who's been built up to take the title off of him? I don't see no one else other than MJF or Brian Cage, but I don't think he's going to do it this soon. Plus, he's no. too injury prone. You don't want to put a title on a guy that could get injured easily. No offense to him, he could destroy me with his little finger. But, but yes, uh, <laughs> um, it will probably be MJF because un- until Chris Jericho's winning streak got broken, um. Nobody could hold a candle to Chris. Yeah. But did, um, you, did you hear that apparently? Did you hear that um I read something online actually. It was um AEW um want Chris Jericho to retire in a title match in Canada against Kenny Omega and I was thinking, Wow. Wow. To me, to me that shouldn't happen. I think it should. It finishes <laughs> off with Christy, World Title, Canada, they're both That's you. Yeah, thank you. Um, no, to me, I get why it would be ironic and perfect, but to me, it it shouldn't happen because Chris is still at the top of his game, and he he can do anything. He's a master commentator, master talker, master wrestler, master mind game expert. You know. Well, how about this? How about this? I'll get up the card coming up for the Great American Bash and the card for Fight Fest Night 2 and we'll okay. do our predictions. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, this will be a good way to wrap up. Um, 
Yes, please. We'll start with Night Two. We'll start with Night Two of the Great American Bash. Okay, let me just get out. Uh huh. Should we do a little game kind of thing? Kind of like what Cultaholic do. Oh, where, where they, where we bet on each other to see if we're right or not. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm down. What What is the prize, guys? Ooh. Yeah, Suzanne, I'll go to you first. What prize should we have? Oh, you're putting me on the spot here, bro. Um, I don't know. That's quite hard. The winner, <laughs> winner gets to choose about what the whole subjects of next Tuesday's talk session. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I'm down. One, I'm Suzanne, down what do you think? Yeah, I'm down well, for that. I was going to say something, but I, I, I'm, I'm down. Not- I'm not part of it because I'm not, I don't do that. The uh, whole, uh, um, what do you call it? Predictions? No, the yesterday. Um, the promo. No, no, not the promo. No, 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 not the promo off. Next talks. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, I was gonna say the winner. The winner gets a sh- gets a shot at the the, the champion. The promo. At me. Oh, okay. So whoever wins out of me and Jason next week. The winner of today's predictions gets a shot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Right, guys. So you're ready. This is Great American Bash Night Two. This is the confirmed card so far. Asaya Scott versus Gargano. I'm. Zango. Well, I'll read through the matches, then we'll do predictions. Um, okay. Bruce Dango and Drake Maverick versus Santos Esco, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul Mendoza. Um, Mia Yim versus Candice Ray in the street fight, and obviously. Winner takes all match for the NXT title, North American title between Adam and Keith Lee. So we'll start with the Asaya Scott and Johnny Gargano match. Who do you think is going to win and why, guys? Okay, I'll go first and say that uh, Johnny No Soul will beat the rookie Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, yeah, I think just because um, Isaiah is kind of a rookie compared to. Johnny No Soul, um, I think his veteran prowess will win out. Right, Juan. See, uh, hold on. Was it the Fire uh... Scott versus Johnny Gargano? No, no, no. What, what was the uh, pr- promotion? Uh, oh, it's a- NXT. A- Great the Great American Bash. Bash. It's Asaya Scott versus Johnny Gargano. I'm just looking up the names. Hold on. Oh, yeah, no worries. Um, John, I'll come to you personally if you can hear us. John? Okay. Hannah, then. Um, what about yourself? Uh, for me? Um, can you say that again? So it's either uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Or Johnny, Johnny No Souls, Johnny Gargano. I'm gonna say possibly Gargano. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I'd have Gargano. to see the gentleman's face before I could. Obviously, so I, I think Gargano because like he lost to uh, what he lost to Keith Lee at Takeover in your house. So he's not gonna lose to Scott. He'll give no, him a I was gonna say his veteran prowess is gonna win out. Yeah. Okay, so next up. The next match is Breezango and Drake Maverick versus 
Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza in a six-man tag match. Now, me personally, before I make my personal prediction, I don't understand why the former DJZ has teamed up with Mr. Escobar. I, I don't, because Joaquin Wilde wasn't a part of Santos's gang, you know, when he took his mask off. So, I don't fully understand why Joaquin... Because WWE just throw people together for the sake of it. Well, yeah, fair enough then. Well, in that case... I think Bretang is going to win, because they just lost the tag title match, and Drake Mavericks with them. Well, yeah, I will. Go on, one. Uh, this is the was this the one on July first? Uh, no, this is night two. This is tomorrow night. Oh, this is night two, right? Yeah, yeah. I was saying like, <laughs> night one already happened, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. So, um, just even though I do not like Brizango for ripping off the entrance of Imperium, uh, I will say it is Brizango and Drake Maverick for the win. Yeah, what about you, Suzanne? Yeah, I'm inclined to go with them as well, to be honest. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, starting from the championship, um, I, I, I like Adam Cole, but I, like I said, I got to go with my boy, Keith Lee. Um, for the street fight, I, I'm not really sure who I like better. Uh, probably be a Yim. Okay. And for the tag teams, um, I've never seen any of these guys fight. Okay. Um, but <laughs> being the fact that I'm Spanish, I'm going to go with Legado de Fantisma. Ah, oh, so uh, <laughs> the former El Hero de Fantasma or Santos Escobar. Fair enough. Is that, and you said that was just because of your Spanish heritage. Yeah, just because of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, what about the uh, first match that Jason mentioned, which was Isaiah and Johnny? Uh, Isaiah and Johnny, uh, I would say... Johnny who? Um, Johnny... Johnny Gargano. Oh, Johnny Gargano? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, Johnny No Soul, basically the now heel Johnny. Ah, uh, he's here, right? Yeah, yeah. He's now Johnny No Heart, or No Soul, as I call him. Um, I mean, it wasn't for the fact that he turned heel, I would say him, but I might give it to the other guy then. You might give it to Mr. Swerve. Okay. Yeah. Um, if we're running through the card like that, uh, I think Gargano's going to win. Breezango, Drake Maverick. I think Candice LeRae's going to beat Mia Yim. And honestly, I think Adam Cole's retaining the title. Now, I, I okay, since we're running through the card... um. I'll go bottom to top like Juan did. Um, I'm thinking Adam Cole once again becomes the North American champion and the only two-time North American champion, as well as retaining his NXT championship. Um, Candice LeRae, I would agree with Jason, will beat the living crap out of the head baddie in charge. Um, Drake Maverick and Brizango even involve the imitated Imperium, which I found highly disrespectful because of the map being sacred. And um, Johnny No Soul beating Isaiah. Um, Hannah, what about you? Uh, for me, I I would need to hear the tag team one again. Okay, so there is Drake Maverick, formerly known as Rockstar Spud, 
and okay. Zango, which is Fandango and Tyler Breeze, versus Santos Escobar, or as Juan pointed out, the former El Hero de Fantasmo, um, Joaquin Wild or DJ Z, and Raul Menen- Menendez. Uh, I don't know who they are, so I'm not going to say. No more. <laughs> Um, okay, what about Mia Yim and Candice LeRae? I'll go for Mia and Candice. What a tie? <laughs> yeah. Double knockout. Double knockout. <laughs> yeah, imagine. I feel like, yeah, they've got to decide that at some point. They have to do something like that at some point. Yeah, probably. In mm-hmm. fact, knowing how barbaric a street fight is, I wouldn't blame them. I would not blame him if it would be a double knockout. Not double knockout, but double count out. Well, double. no. You can't get count out. There'll be no fight. count outs. No, double what? just like, they, like no contest. No contest kind of thing. Like, like, they, like the rep will be like, they both cannot continue. They both out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they no, throw I each other say, off like, Keith head or something. Like outs. Candice does a backflip and lands on her knees and then Mia Yim comes in with like a machine gun and shoots her in the head and just like, you know, beats her to death with Negan's back from The Walking Dead. <laughs> But no, Juan, in a street fight, there's no count-outs. Well, no, I don't mean like count-outs. I mean, like... Um, and no contest. The, yeah, yeah, no the contest. Ref, yeah, the ref will look at him, and be like, then neither, neither, neither can continue. Both of yeah. them are out. Uh-huh. Okay, Hannah, I actually see the logic in your prediction. Fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, what about the winner-take-all between Adam Cole's NXT Championship and Keith Lee's North American Championship? I'm going to give it to my boy, Adam Cole, since I don't know Keith Lee at all. Don't you what? Know what? <laughs> hey, no, 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 Jason, 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 uh, just to give you a little bit of background, I ended up being the one who taught Hannah and John about pro wrestling. Right, okay, okay. Getting to, getting to the points that they are today. Okay. So if she says, I don't know this person or that person or whatever, that's because I haven't taught it her yet. Right, okay. Well, I you need to show her who Keith Lee is, bro. What they are. Yeah, well, or she doesn't generally know. Show her Keith Lee. And this one, I generally don't know who this guy is. <laughs> right, so I will happily give you footage of Keith Lee. Uh, yeah, right, so after we... the podcast. Suzanne, yes. Suzanne, what's your predictions? <laughs> Can somebody run me through the matches again? I will run through the card for you. So, cool. from bottom to the top, our main event is the winner-take-all NXT uh, Championship versus North American Championship. Adam Cole versus Keith Lee first. As I'm in event. Yeah, I reckon Adam Cole's taking that. <laughs> cool. In a street fight, Mia Yim facing the Poison Pixie Candice LeRae. Oh, I think Candice. Candice. Possibly shenanigans involved. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Um, then it is Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wild, and Raul Menendez versus um, Brizango and Drake Maverick. The former Brizango and Drake. <laughs> okay. And Isaiah Swerve versus Johnny No Soul. Gargano for that one. Fair enough. All right. Okay, cool. This is. Oh, yes. Fight test. Let's go. All right, you ready, guys? We'll start from bottom to top, all right? Let's do it. 
Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus the private party for the AEW World Tag Team titles. Who are you guys picking and why? Wait, wait, are, are we just running up the card or are we doing it? We'll run up the card. I was going to say, we probably should run through the card again. Okay, Omega and Page versus Private Party. FTR and the Young Bucks versus the Butcher and the Blade and Loose Bros. Colt Cabana and the Duck Order versus SCU. Nyla Rose versus an unannounced opponent. Lance Archer versus Joey Janela. And the main event, match of the year, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. So I'm going to run through who I think is going to win and why. And then just take a turn. So I think. I think this is where Omega and Paige turn on each other. I think this okay. is okay. So I think you Private think... Party are going to win. Okay. FTR and the Young Bucks are going to beat Butch and the Blade and Lucha Bros. But, but something's going to happen afterwards. I can't say what. I, I feel like FTR is going to beat the Young Bucks, maybe. Um, okay. Colt Cabana and the Dark Order are going to beat SCU because they're, they're going to do something for all that, whereas Brody Lee versus Colt. They're going to do something. Nyla Rose versus an unannounced opponent. I have no idea. Um, yeah. Gonna bring someone in a bit. Yeah. Lance Archer is gonna absolutely destroy Joey Janela. Uh, okay. And this is where it gets a bit of left field, guys. I think Mike Tyson's gonna interfere and help Orange Cassidy beat Chris Jericho. Uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yes, he did. Yeah, I Mike Tyson has been involved in AEW over the past number of months, specifically with Chris. And they're uh, building up to a match all out between Jericho and Tyson, I think. You do realize well, I mean, though, Tyson's old, he could still hurt people. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, for me, um, Jericho and Cassidy. Obviously, Chris Jericho. I am never betting against that freshly disgusting piece of orange trash in my life. Okay, stop talking yeah, about your crush. Because you cheat. Who, Jericho or Cassidy? Jericho. No, 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 If Jericho is still standing after them brutal, brutal leg kicks that Orange Cassidy does, right, I will be surprised. Brutal? No, no, you are on some hallucinogen. You are on some hallucinogenic drug. The Scarecrow must have drugged you, bro. And that's Juan, and- Juan, do you not agree? Orange Cassidy and you, Suzanne. Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy can go fuck himself. Do you guys, Suzanne and Juan, what do you think? Orange Cassidy's kicks are the most deadly, dangerous kicks you've ever seen. No, no. I, okay, the most dangerous. No, a chance. So no, no one a chance. Funny no, a chance. no 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 a chance. After that, we'll go with the Pele. From AJ Styles. Okay. No, no before AJ Styles. This is uh, the Pele with uh, uh, Kofi Kingston. Oh, okay. No, that's Guys, not, I, was, I, I thought you were about... Can I ask you a question, Liam? Yes. Can Sasha jump in on the predictions no. with us, please? Yes, she can. If she wishes <laughs> to... <laughs> Who do you... Look, all it is is that. You know all of them. No. Yes, you do. You know the young box. She's getting embarrassed. She's getting embarrassed. Oh, Sasha, come on. We're all friendly Sasha. here. Come on, Sasha. Jericho or Orange Cassidy? 
Jericho. Sasha believes in the best in the world at what he does. Sash, Sash, and the goal. Lance, Lance Archer, you know the guy who had that match with Cody, the red one. Yeah, or Joey Janela, the guy who um, he kept. Do you remember the ladder match, a double or nothing? The guy who had the long hair. Okay, well, okay, cool. Okay, here you go. Um, Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus the Private Party. You remember the Private Party? They, yeah, you remember the Private Party. I like the Private. Party. So who's winning, Omega and Page or the Private Party? Good girl. Good girl. See, see. Wait, no, can I quickly jump? Yeah, on? but she fucking, she fucking. Wait, wait. She knows more about NXT. Can I jump on the NXT no, one quickly? Come on, Jericho, uh, no. Cole or Keith Lee, Adam Cole. <laughs> Don't embarrass me. This is live. Adam Cole or Keith Lee. Um. Hey, good. Thank you. Thank wait, you. what did you say? What did you say? Thinks, she thinks Adam Cole's gonna beat Keith Lee. Baby! Oh, is he the big... Keith Lee's the big guy, yeah. The one yeah. that can do the flip, that move like he's smaller. Yeah. Oh, no. Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby! She, uh, she likes, by the way, she likes wrestling. Ricochet. I know, but t- Jason, she put you in your fucking place when it came to Jericho and Cassidy. No, because she agrees. Sasha, for the record, who has the most brutal kicks in wrestling? Oh, Orange Cassidy, definitely. No, 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 Thank you, Sasha. <laughs> By the way, guys, this is the pregnant girl I told you all about. Yes, this is your yes. baby mama. This is, this is, my, this is, she's, yeah, this is, she's the one carrying my little girl. I've spoken about you on it. Aww. <laughs> you got your own sound bites. Yeah, you have your own, they're literally, whenever I talk about you, they play a theme music in the background. She's someone doing a poo. Literally, just someone doing a poo and people bones crushing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I just wanted to finally get her involved in something to do with this wrestling. A big moment. No, it, it's it's good. We, you should, it's good. Cool. She should make a separate Discord and join us for real. You should. You should when you're free. You should. Maybe. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, she should. She should make a an an actual Discord and join us for real. I. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry about that, guys. We just completely no, got all that. No, no, it's, it's... I just... Yeah. And we've kind of got <laughs> off topic as well. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on. Next segment. Next segment. Next segment. Okay, okay, guys. guys okay, Juan. Uh, Fire Fest Night 2 predictions. Jericho and Cassidy, who are you picking? Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm not probably going to watch it, to be honest, so... Whoa, why? Most likely, I'll probably have other things going on, to be honest. Okay, guys, well, let's just do this then. Out of Great American Bash Night 2 and Fire Fest Night 2, what one are you watching first and what one do you think will be the overall show and what do you all think will be the match of the night for both shows? I'll speak first. I'm watching Fire Fest first. I'm, I, think, I'm, I, think, I think Fire Fest is going to be a better show, but I think Adam Cole and Keith Lee is going to be the best match of the, the night, I guess. Yeah. Someone else talk now. Um... I'm not sure what I'm going to be watching first. Um, I do think both shows are going to be supreme. Um, and I do think on the NXT side, it will be Cole and Keith. On the AEW side, it will probably be Jericho and Cassidy just because of the sheer domination that Jericho... Yeah. No. Shut up. 
<laughs> because of the sheer dominance that Jericho's going to give that stupid blonde that, Give us a look. I think, by the way, I think the match in line AW is going to be the FTR and the Young Bucks versus Richard and Blade and Lucha. As I'm you so know, that is... Gone back. I'm so excited. To see I was going to say, that will probably be a major spot fest. Oh, like I, Matt, know, Matt, I know. Matt Hardy's going to be in the back chanting, Spot Monkey, Spot no, Monkey, Matt, Matt's Spot Monkey. <laughs> Matt's coming out with the private party to manage them against them. Oh, no, I know. But I'm saying, like, while while that eight-person tag team match is going on, he'll probably be chanting Spot Monkey. I'm pretty Spot sure. Monkey. You know how lucky I am, guys, right? So, uh, for wrestling, I just want you to understand this, yeah? This Wednesday, i got Great Man Bash and Fight for the Fallen. <laughs> Next Wednesday, my birthday, Mox um, is against Brian Cage. Um, and... Jason. Yeah? You said Fight for the Fallen, my dude. Oh my god, oh my god, don't don't kill me. I'm fighting <laughs> <laughs> Silly Jason. That's embarrassing, that's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> fight a fest in Great America Bash tomorrow. Next Wednesday, my birthday, guys, it's Fight for the Fallen next Wednesday. And then yes. we've got TNA Sam- Impact anniversary, and we've got Extreme Rules. Come on, guys, this is like wrestling this- is starting to pick up again. This is a mega weekend, this is a mega two or three weeks for wrestling, I agree. I'm so excited, man. I'm so excited. So- oh, I'm excited too, but I'm just concocting a little thing inside my head for next Monday. Oh, what? When you're going to try promo against me? Yes. You, I just gave- dug your, you just dug yourself a fucking grave and signed a fucking death warrant by mentioning that freshly cunted orange. Look, yeah, your promo's hurt about it. Your promos hurt about as much as Orange Cassidy someone in the leg. Don't anger him, Jason. No, 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 no. J- Jason. No, no, I know. That's what I was going to say. We're technically broadcast partners here. Not, not right. I know, but still. Keep it simple. Let me give Sasha the backstory is they're just things. You know, you know what a promo is, isn't it? When they're talking against each other on the mic and all that, we've been having promos off. And you are, you're lucky. I am. Leon, give me the introduction, please. Give me the okay. <clears throat> uh, aren't you not going to call me your advocate, by the way? Yeah, advocate? He's my advocate. He but... is the reigning, defending, undisputed king of promos. Jason Grennan. I won the title and I defended it. I beat three people for the title. You barely beat me. I still beat. Well, that's why I gave you a fair rematch on Monday. Good question. Okay, I got a question about that. Yeah. Yes. Who's the judge? Um, so, um, last this past Tuesday, uh, Jason was the judge of me versus Tyler, um, on our little grudge match, and then when he got Tyler defeated, got salty. Tyler's a little woman who sits, and I, I'm talking <laughs> about. Tyler's a woman who makes excuses for failure. He's lost two weeks in a row. He lost the take and never go at me again while I'm the king of promos, which will be for a long time. I'm the Bruno Samar. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Anyway, so... Did you just say you're the Bruno Samartino of promos? Yeah, I went about the length of the right. <laughs> Listen, but do not dare compare yourself to Bruno Samartino, okay? I just did. I'm be- I'd say I'm better than... You are nothing compared to Bruno Samartino. I'm better. I'm better than them. No, you're not. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know. All right, all right. I thought we were keeping it civil. Come on, step up, step up. Challenge me for it and step up. 
Oh, Listen, I'm I'll, first. I'll, keep, I'll keep it civil as long as you don't touch the legends, okay? <laughs> I'm first. Anyway. Guys. <laughs> yeah, let's let's. Anyway, We're getting so... off topic again. <laughs> <laughs> so right. Um, I love that laugh, by the way. You ever did that? I love that so that much. That was one. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, on my end, I'm not sure what I'm watching first. I think that both of them are good. Well, going to be supreme. Um, there's going to be the Cole and Keith on the NXT side, the Steals the Show, and the... Um, Jericho and Cassidy because of how much domination Jericho's going to give that. Uh, if he's still standing, then he hasn't got both his legs off the kicks. Frick. So, <sighs> I, I will say this. It's going to be good night for both. It's going to be a yes. lot. The, the, both, both companies have good fights. Period. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They, both have good, they both have good cards. Um... I would say AEW might just do better just because they're the newer breed. Yeah. Um, but as far as pedigree goes, I mean, you got you to gotta remember, you got Jericho, who's been in business for how long now? At like, least past 20. 25 years. Yeah. And then uh, um, you got NXT. NXT is an offshoot of WWE. So, you know. Like I said, yeah. both, both are very good. Both are very good. Both are going to be extremely entertaining, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Um, the best thing I can say is right now is just we're going to have to wait till, the, till that comes up. And just... What did you guys think of Night One? See when the dice fall, you know? Night so one, the shows there. Who? What was the best match and the best show for each? An overall match. No. For me, overall match would be. Oh, see, I want to say it was the Io Shirai Sasha Banks match, or the um, the tag team title match, or probably the tag title match between Omega and Best Friend. And the better show for me last week was probably Great American Bash Week One. No, I I don't care what people say about this when I say this, but due to my wrestling pu- wrestling purism, I say both because, like Juan said. It's just entertaining no matter what, whether it's the new breed or the old breed. You know, it, it, you have the pedigree and veteranism of, of NXT and you have the new and exciting breed of AEW. So to me, it's just wrestling, just wrestling. It's entertaining no matter what. It is. And like, more people need to start watching wrestling. Yeah, they do. I will admit that the community... Needs to grow, not regress. Before I met yeah. Sasha, she probably couldn't have even told you two wrestlers other than like John Cena and The Rock. Fair. And it was really embarrassing because I sat there saying, Oh, um, Tyler Bate and Walter, and you know, da, da, da. And she's just like, Oh my god, yeah, yeah, really. Do you know who they are? I don't even know what, if they're people. I don't even know what. <laughs> <you're talking about. laughs> oh my god, Kenny Omega. Da, 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 da. I made her watch Kenny Omega, the match that got. Sasha into wrestling, and this is for other people, was Kenny Omega versus Pac in their 30-minute Ironman match. Okay. Or, or the Young Bucks versus the Private Party match. Well, me personally, um, 
if we're going from modern matches, um, one of the matches that would have gotten me into wrestling if someone sat me down was the trilogy of Kenny and Okada. Yeah, I like, by the way, I haven't showed her that yet because she's not ready for that. She She's not ready for long, long, long matches with Okada and Omega. She doesn't like New Japan. She doesn't like Okada. She, she likes Ibushi. I see. Kenny's um, boyfriend? No, the fit one. <laughs> <laughs> what one's that? Dead joke? Dead joke? <laughs> um, um... Cody? Well, at you know what you're paying attention to. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha, this is Juan, Hannah, John, Leon, and Suzanne. Hi. That's their names, by the way. Hi. Um, wait, wait, wait. Hi. Uh, was it in Japan? Yeah. Was he watching the map? No, yeah, yeah. She was watching the map. She was watching the match. Yeah, you need to vote. No, I say that, though. I showed her the Adam Cole, <laughs> Alistair Black match. She didn't like it. And then I showed her the Johnny Gargano Andrade match. I think that's what got you into it, wouldn't it? You've got Liam looking so hard he can't breathe. What? Guys, 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 tell a lie. The match that got her into wrestling, and we just discovered this, I remember this, was the, um, do you know the takeover Toronto match between Gargano and Cole where um, they had the cage and everything? Yeah. <laughs> That's the match that got her into wrestling. I just discovered that my baby mama has an interest in Will Ospreay, so there's going to be a lot of conversation on podcast. <laughs> You're bad. You know, he's on He's on the Me Too. He's been spoken out again. Before. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, At least it wasn't someone like Hornswoggle or Volta or Paul Strowman. Oh, God. We're, we're, we're on the upside there, didn't we? Like, I'm sorry. If, if she was to turn around he's and tell me that she, here? like... She used to turn around and tell me she has a she she has a crush on Volta. Be reacting different. No, do you know who? Um, this isn't this podcast isn't for you to tell people who thinks fit. So no, right Leon, she uh, said you should make a podcast about fit wrestling. Oh, I'm having her on it. I want her on it regularly. She'd sit there for hours and talk to you about Johnny Gargano and Ricochet. <laughs> I gotta admit, Ricochet is kind of fit. <laughs> I'm not alone on it. But, no, but the thing is, yeah. And this is um, where we this is where we segue to another topic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we still haven't covered the actual topic we were supposed to talk about. Sorry. Um, Mental health. Sasha. Sasha's made the fucking soundbite of soundbite of the of the entire show, <laughs> the fit one. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's gonna be drilled in my head now. Is that gonna be our new music intro? Just no, no. Unless Sasha can sing. No, no, no! Don't, 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 don't hurt anybody like that. Um, oi. Let's move on now. Let's move on to the actual things we're going to talk about. What do you guys... Are we done with the Me Too speak out or are we still going to discuss <laughs> you, that? Don't you mean yeah. the speaking out, not the Me Too? Yeah. Or the Me Too. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both, I, both I, I think we're done with that just now. Okay, I, I, would, like, I would like to address uh, the, the, everybody here and just say thank you for everybody putting their two cents in um, on, this, on this conversation topic. I know it's a... It's a really tough topic to talk about. 
Sorry, buddy. Um, which is why I would like to talk about our next segment. Because um, while we were talking, I just got my copy of the new Animal Crossing for the Switch. And I'm excited to play that. Hey. I've never played it. I've never played it before. I, ha- I played the old one on the GameCube uh, way back when. Um, this is the new one. I just got it. And my cousin got it. She said it's really fun. Um, so hopefully we can play that later on today. Um, and uh, speaking of games, um, anybody excited for any new games coming out? Yes, Cyberpunk. Hmm. Yeah, which is unfortunately delayed again. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know Listen, I'd rather have it delayed because that means they're working on it to make it better. Yeah. Whereas they think, oh, well, well, we'll come out next week. And when he comes out, it's like buggy as all I, hell. I heard they're dropping a new, um, a new Uncharted and a new Bioshock. I wouldn't be surprised. Those bring money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the new the, the the big game coming out recently is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Nice, which is gonna put it's it's the new um, it's the new it's coming out from Sucker Punch Productions. Yeah, the same the same people that made the infamous games, yeah. Sly Cooper. Yeah, but if you guys play those, you know how fun those were. Infamous was sick. Infamous was so sick. Oh, Infamous is awesome. It was very great. Um, like, I'm I'm on the PS Now service, and they're letting me do Infamous 1, 2, and Festival of Blood. And yes. stream all of them. Yes, do, you know what game, do you know what game was very, very, very underrated? What? Detroit Become Human. That game. Yeah, was... yeah. Um, I, I want to play that, actually. I've played it. Reason why it's underrated is not really a game per se. It's a, it's like um, it's like Borderlands. Um, like heavy rain. It's kind of like a movie. It's more yeah, it's more of an interactive <laughs> movie than it is an actual game. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, for example, Link shit. Detroit become human. Yeah. God of War. No, what 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 was the other one? What was the other one? the uh, the zombie one? The Walking Dead one. Oh, um, the Telltale. Telltale games, the Telltale games, Walking Dead, uh, Wolf Among Us, which is really good. I know, especially, especially to my um, my Once Upon a Time friends here. You guys should definitely play Wolf Among Us because you will love it. You played the um, Batman one, Batman Telltale games. I Um, played yeah, the Batman and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, I wanted to play play the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I have played the Batman. Telltale. It's fucking awesome. All the Telltale games are fantastic, period. They're all really well made. Really oh, fun. yeah. You know what we haven't spoken about yet? We haven't even discussed yet. We've spoken about games before. The Arkham game. Oh, yes. All the Arkham games are good. Arkham Knight. I tell you what, mm-hmm. yeah. That hit me. Arkham my, Knight. My favorite city. My, my favorite is the city. Arkham City. Where oh, like, I love you, you just drive around on a freaking tank and destroy shit. Oh, that's Arkham Knight. Arkham City. Oh, that's Arkham Knight? Oh, no, yeah. Uh... Arkham Knight gave you the Batmobile. Yeah, Arkham Ooh. Knight gave you the Batmobile. Right? No, was... one of you just call and he just like, runs into you and you jump in. Yeah, that's right. so good. Okay. That was so good. Yeah, no, that one was fantastic. But what was funny, though, is when it first came out, it was such a heavy graphics game. That unless you had a like ridiculously overpowered PC, 
You yeah. really couldn't play it. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. So much. So many people complain about how much it crashed all the time because it was so bad. What's you? Who who here is excited for Spider Man Two? Oh, oh the, the Miles Morales. Miles Morales one. The oh one. hell yeah! Then I can oh, like oh my god! I'm but I'm. You know what? Yeah, I'm so considering. Um, basically, either taking more days on at work or finding an older lady to get that PS Five secure. It's one <laughs> or the other. One it's or the gonna, other. It's gonna be a sugar baby right now. Oh, well, you know what? If it gets me a PlayStation 5, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he says this as his wife in the background will be the next Friday. Well, no, baby wife. mama. Not a wife. Not yet. Baby <laughs> mama. Not at all. Yeah, he's saying this while his baby mama is in the room with him. Well, yeah, she, she, if I got two to hit him. Control, she'd play it with me. Yeah. Oh, so wait. Stata, yeah. you're alright with him being a sucker baby for a PS5? You alright with it? Yeah, go for it. What? <laughs> Listen, you guys don't understand. She's his pimp. He pimps her. She pimps him out. You are pimp, apparently. Yeah. Ooh! Burn! Jeez. Now I just really want you to come in a promo. I really <laughs> well, you need a manager, right? You got a manager right there. There you go. Well... Don't you mean a dominatrix, uh, Juan? No, I wouldn't call her that. I wouldn't call her that, Leon. I hey, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Juan just called her a pimp, so... Yeah, but obviously, <laughs> she does pimps like me. She doesn't tie me up and make me do acrobatics with her. Like... You haven't asked her yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You haven't asked her yet. I don't think I will ask her, neither. I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't. I love. I love. I love. He's afraid to ask if she's gonna say yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm scared. That's why I'm scared to ask because I don't want to be told yes. I'm scared. I don't. It's an answer I don't need answered. One, a... <laughs> oh, you're God. fucking ace, mate. I tell you. Oh god, this is good. Do you know what? Yeah, this is a very nice change of pace. This podcast, um, it is. It is a nice change of pace. Just relaxed. <laughs> very on the toes. You to go to another game. To go to another game. To go to another game. This is a, it's a viral game that I'm actually excited for. Tough grounded. Um, <laughs> has anybody watched um, Honey I Shrink the Kids? Yes, obviously. Yeah, I love that. Wait, say that again, my friend. Honey I Shrink the Kids. Never heard of that show in my it's life. It's a film where a man. You never seen Honey I Shrink the Kids? Nope. Oh man, you're missing out, man. It's sick. It is a great. It's a uh, great Leon, it's a movie. Uh, it's a movie, movie, not a show. Yeah. Yeah, um, but no, there's a sequel to it called Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. No, no, no. It's Honey, I Shrank the Kids. Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. And Honey, I Shrank Ourselves. Oh! God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically, his about this uh, Rick Moranis. He plays like, the inventors and he creates a shrink ray. And the kids were like pulling around while the parents were out. All the kids get shrunk down. And get stuck outside in the yard, right? And then right. he turns around to her and he says, "Honey, I shrunk the kids." There's the title. Um, and then it was, it was really cool because the way the, the the people who made the movie did it is like the garden was like this wild jungle, and all the insects were huge. Like there was a, a giant okay. ant, there were giant bees. It was really cool. So this game coming right. out, taking that aspect of you know, you trick yourself down and you get stuck shrunk. It's basically survive. like Epic. It's like Epic. 
Okay. Uh, I kind of. It's, it's it's more like if you ever played the the games Forest, um, no. Raft, uh, uh Ground. Uh, have you guys played um, Outlast? What was that? Have you played Outlast? I have. That that's more horror survival. That's horror survival. That's number one that's, and two. Mess that's me more up. like you just gotta run for your life. This is more like survival where it's like you have to build. You gotta gather resources, build a base, build um workshops and stuff. Um, but it's cool because all the insects are huge. Like the demo they showed, like it's like a brief hour demo. Um. Yeah, like the bugs are ridiculously big compared to you. Do you know what? Um, do you know what game I want to get remastered because I want to play it again. What? You guys ever play Lord of the Rings: Battle for Middle Earth? Um, it's old. Yeah, it's old. That's so good. Oh, now if they remake it, if they remake it like they did with Mordor, oh, that'll be great. Yeah, now, guys. Um, obviously, I know we can go on about this for hours, but yeah. um. I do want to wrap up we on a very. No, I was going to say we we could we should wrap up on this very controversial thing that I just figured out on uh, Twitter. Uh, sorry about that. Sasha so... just came in and like interrupted everything and threw us all off our feet. Yeah, no, sorry. no, it's not. It's <laughs> all right. Hey, Sasha, give us the sound bites of the week. Um, so, um, I've just found this tweet from none other than Chris Jericho. And it says, eye for an eye match. You're welcome. Hashtag oh. Dynamite 2-12-20 at AE Wrestling. And it shows a picture of John Moxley and Santana with their eye patches on. Oh, my God, yeah. So, unfortunately, WWE have ripped off AEW directly. How did I not see that? I didn't notice it until Jericho posted a tweet. So, so wait, wait. I for I match. Basically, they just try with eye patches. No, you got to like, you, you got injure your opponent's eye. Basically, you got stepped into Ray where he put his face on the steel steps. You got to do it to your opponent's eye. But John Moxley had that done to him by Jericho, and then he did it to one of the members of Proud and Powerful. Yeah, Santana. Uh, and then Santana wanted revenge and challenged him to the match. Blind, didn't it? His dad was blind, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, we got a direct ripoff. Yeah, but uh, Sasha Banks and Chris Jericho have kind of been arguing over who won in it for the last like week now on the uh, ratings. They've been kind of arguing on Twitter. It's so fun. I love the fact that WWE and AW are, are acknowledging each other's existence. It's not like before. They're actually admitting it now. The, the AW yeah, but I'm getting a little. I'm. I feel a little bit disrespected because obviously Chris brought that concept to AEW and then for WWE to just rip it yeah, off. Dusty, like, if, you, if we're going to look at it like that, yeah, um, WWE owns WCW. Dusty brought war games to WCW, technically WWE, and AEW want blood and guts. Like, they're both... Yeah, they both ripped off on Dusty. They did. Yeah. I'm so disappointed that we got the stadium stampede instead of blood and guts. I love stadium stampede. Well, obviously, we will get that in a future time. However, did you watch when um, Polano Productions did the fantasy booking of Randy Orton going to um, AW? He, him, um, Sean Spears, and um, uh, FTR teamed up with, um, is it Tully Blanchard? Yeah, Tully. And they faced the elite in the Blood and Guts match. It would have been so good. Uh, you'll need to send us that, by the way. I said, yeah, and no, I will. It's really, really good. He so, on that, that note, um, I know our listeners would want to <coughs> listen to us talk for hours. 
but obviously time grows short. So uh, we're already getting older. Um, quickly before we leave, before we, we do anything, do we are we going to continue what we did last week the um, Marvel movie segment? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck. Because I believe the, the next one would be Captain Marvel. No. Yeah, because that's set after the first Avenger. Oh, we're doing it chronologically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, then it would be Captain Marvel. Um, okay. So just briefly talk about that because I know our listeners are going to pay attention to that. Um, I didn't really like this film. <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> I, 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 personally, I personally liked this one. It was a really fun one. Look, you know I what? haven't personally seen it, but from the clips, it does look spectacular. No, do you know what? It's like, it's just like. I understand the whole feminism movement and that, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna crap on that before everyone laughs. I'm not going to. But it's just, do they really gotta make her the most powerful like being in the universe when there is someone literally with infinity stones? She well, is. She is. is. I don't. Know, you, I don't. Have you ever seen any of the Captain Marvel comics? I've never really paid attention to. I paid oh, attention yeah. to Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel alone. You literally get tangled ass. You were. Then why did Nick Fury only call her now? Where was she when they was about to? Because you got like, like she said, like she said in the movie, Earth isn't the only place that's has problems. She patrols the universe. But they was yeah. about to They was about to like nuke their own people in the first Avengers film. Like they was about to nuke like because Earth. even with all her powers, it still takes her time to travel across the universe, man. <laughs> she yeah. could have. She could have been on the other side of the galaxy, probably know. It would just take her a long time to get back home. Yeah. Yeah. I... So, in summary, again, like Captain America: The First Avenger, wasn't exactly. I okay. Uh, the only thing I liked about it was the fact that uh, well, um, besides the effects were really good. Um, I didn't like yeah, the cat thing. Nick Fury said, yeah. "Winter Soldier." Last time he trusted someone, he lost an eye, and all he was doing was stroking a cat, a flurgan, or whatever it's called. And it scratched his eye. That is not trusting yeah. someone. That's petting an animal. And he, and he looks like a villain, obviously, if that was the case. <laughs> it makes him look badass. Um, and then yeah. he ate an infinity stone. Look up, no, look up, look up, look up, look up in, in comics. It is ridiculously funny. There's a okay. reason why, there's a reason why those people, the, 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 the scrolls who are afraid of that thing. Right. <laughs> the only, the only so, thing I like about this is that they, they, that's they, a flurgan. Put the that down. The only reason I like about, um, one of the things I like about Captain Marvel, one of the only things was that they leave us the branch now to do the secret the secret invasion and stuff like that. Yes, yes. Um, so in summary, like Captain America the First Avenger, it wasn't exactly a blow-up movie in the in the saga, but yeah. it still paves the way for what's about to come. Well, I now we, like next week we get to talk about Iron Man 1, which I'm very excited for because that is such a good film. I, I, will, I will say this. Thanks to the Captain Marvel movie, they are going to do the... Um, they're going to do the... Uh, oh, my God. What's it called? Well, uh, was it what Jason said? The Secret Invasion? Nope, nope, nope. Uh, the, the Mortals? Oh, I know what you're on about. I know what you're on about. Right, 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 right. Okay. So, um, on that, and we have... Been on a roller coaster tonight. <laughs> yeah, we've we had, have. We've had talks of pimping. We've had talks of controversy. We've um. We we're probably gonna get a pimp slap when we get off of this. 
<laughs> oh god! Hey, I'm not saying I'm not going to enjoy it. Hey, don't bring I'm... those limp, don't bring those limp raps to a pimp slap symposium. Why did you just say that? <laughs> because it was from Epi Rap Battles of History, and you mentioned pimp slaps. So yeah, but I'm I'm telling you as a friend, I'm about to get beaten up, and you're just like, oh yeah, don't be a rat, keep it to yourself. Like what? No, 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 no. I said don't bring limp raps to a pimp slap symposium well my jaw's gonna get broken so i won't be able to rap anything it's fine she's got a hard slap <laughs> so, <laughs> so so he's so what he's basically saying is next week he forfeits his title his, his title yeah no, he's his no, title no, no, no. Me. hit me after monday hit me pimp slap the hell out of me after monday okay i need to be okay for monday so yeah. so basically what he's saying next week he he's no longer the king that's not true. And Juan, I'm telling you, step up. Step up to the front. Uh, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> Good damn, boys. Anyway, it's good night from Hannah. Good night. It's good night from both Jason and his pimp Sasha. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> don't worry, Sasha. We'll make sure we do a podcast about fit wrestlers just for you. Thank you. <sighs> Jason's going like, Juan, I hate you so much right now. (laughs) (laughs) It would be goodnight from John, but he hasn't spoken all night. It's goodnight from our Spaniard, Juan. Goodnight, everybody. Be safe. Take care of each other. Yes, obviously, do be safe and take care of each other. Wash your hands. Yes. Wear your mask. Yes. Or or, or be smart and do what we all do. Stay inside your house. Right. Yeah. It's a good night from our Scottish savage. (laughs) As we say in Scotland, stay the fuck home, people. (laughs) As we say, as we say, stay home or you're going to get stabbed. (laughs) (laughs) Look at Spider Man, Iron Man, and and all the other superheroes to wear masks. So can you. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. And some of you are really ugly as well, so just cover your face. I'm joking. And, I'm joking. and scene. Yeah. <laughs> Let's um. Yeah.